Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. And here we go, fighting the enemies of freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Walters sitting here in the Sig Sauer Studios with you on the Daniel Defense Platinum and Powerful Microphone. It's all being brought to you by the great X-Insurance. Welcome in. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How the heck are you, my brother from another mother? Uh, Not too bad. That's it? Not too bad? I guess that's if I said, how are you doing? Not too bad is is an acceptable answer. You could have just said good. I could say a lot of things. But you're not. Foxtrot, Charlie, Charlie. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people, please, where to watch the show in high def or listening hi-fi or whatever is going on there? Uh, Hi-fi on the Wi-Fi? Hi-fi on the Wi-Fi and where to participate in the chat. Before we go any farther, I want to point out the uh, television production software began acting up today really weird. Yeah, as you were saying earlier. And I don't know why. Screens I've never seen before. Happens. Yeah, this stuff's not cheap, okay? Uh, But... Why all of a sudden I'm getting these watermarks popping up on the live screen? So if you're watching that, I don't know why that's happening, but uh, settings. We'll, no, we'll try to fix it somehow. It was asking for all kinds of weird stuff. Anyway, this is a radio show, guys. You can always listen to us on the radio. Do it yeah. that way if you want. There's that, Greg. Be, if you would be, there's that. If you would be kind enough, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. All right, sure. Yeah, if you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com on the right hand side of that website. You're going to see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, you'll see that Watch Live option. You've also got the Listen Live option and the podcast. If you want to support the show, just head on down to that shop link. If you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And boom, that will bring you in. So here's some fun stuff. John Gibbon was on the show with us on Sunday from Arms List, and we had such a great time, Greg. Yep. John's such a great guy that I said, you got to come back to the show today. And he and I had a long conversation, personal conversation today before we decided, let's bring this to the nation's airwaves today. Do you remember, Greg, and I'm sure you do, the crime against Kansas speech when I talked about that, Sumner being beaten in the Senate chamber with the cane back in 1856 yes. and all that fun stuff? Well, we're going to go there today. And John's going to bring a unique perspective because this opens up so many rabbit holes as we move into the election, particularly with the shenanigans the Democrats are playing right now, we want to shed some light on this. We're going to talk about this with John. And if John's kind enough to stick around, we're going to do, I've got about four or five uh, top stories that I want to cover today that are, are going to be fun to talk about. So we'll cram in everything that we can. Let's go right to John Gibbon on the phone from armslist.com. John, how you doing, brother? It's great to have you here again, man. Doing well. Thanks for having me, sir. Foxtrot Charlie Charlie, remember. Foxtrot, Charlie, Charlie. Foxtrot, Charlie, Charlie. John, you had an opportunity to look over that crime against Kansas speech, and you also visited the Senate.gov website, correct? Yes, sir. 
All right. Let me start with this on the Senate.com website. First of all, before we get going, which one did you find more interesting? You read a lot. You read a lot of the speech, which is really a book, basically. Yeah, I listened to somebody transcribed it. I don't think they had audio recording back then, um, and I, I don't think it was the full speech, but it it got the gist of it. And then I read the Senate.gov uh, article, which I'm honestly surprised that the Senate has left this live on the Internet, ah, given how embarrassing it is to ah, their party. You know, I've said that, too, and, and you're right about that. In, in today's day and age with the Democrat Party the way they are today, I would have thought that somebody may have pulled this, but who knows? They don't read the Constitution. Why would you think they even read the historical aspects of what they have on their own Senate.gov website? Well, there's yeah. that. So I think a great place to start here is, now let me ask you just to kind of chill out for a second. I'm going to give a synopsis and go through this crime against Kansas from the Senate.gov website. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a fascinating conversation. I talk about it at least once a year. But in light of what's going on politically, John, I think you'll agree with me. This is important stuff. No, oh, it's it's very important, and it as they say, history repeats itself. And I think we're we're starting to see some of the signs of uh, the last time civil unrest broke out on on this land. You know, among armed individuals on two sides of a issue, both being Americans, uh, we're starting to see that groundwork laid out in the modern age. Yeah, and when you hear this, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think back over the last ten to fifteen years. And look back, kind of step out of the bubble and look down objectively at what's going on today. But on May 19th, 1856, the temperature reached 90 degrees in the old Senate chamber, which was packed beyond reasonable capacity. At 1 p.m., Massachusetts Senator Charles Sumner, who was a Republican, by the way, it had taken him two months to schedule floor time. The crusading anti-slavery Republican intended to anti-slavery Republican intended to address the explosive issue of whether Kansas should be admitted to the Union as a slave state or a free state. And at this time in 1856, ladies and gentlemen, the nation was debating the entrance of Union of, of Kansas into the Union as whether free or slave, which is why this was such a contentious issue at that time. The six foot two, two inch, one hundred eighty five pound, broad chested, bombastic, forty five year old freshman senator cut quite a figure at a time when most senators dressed in black frock coats. Sumner wore light colored English tweed coats and lavender trousers. He carefully wrote every word of the address in longhand and arranged for an advanced printed edition, one hundred and twelve pages long. By the time he entered the chamber on May nineteenth, he had memorized every word of the address he entitled "The Crime Against Kansas." Adopting the manner of a classical scholar lecturing slow-witted children, Sumner spoke for five hours over two days. He singled out two Democratic senators as principal culprits in this crime that supporters of slavery had perpetrated against Kansas and the nation's Democratic institution. Remember, these are Democrats supporting slavery, ladies and gentlemen, which is why John mentioned, I can't believe the Democrats even have this up. First, there was Stephen A. Douglas of Illinois. Sumner, a member of the newly emerging Republican Party, privately considered this leader of the Senate's Democrats a, br quoting, brutal, vulgar man without delicacy or scholarship who looks as if he needs clean linen and should be put under a shower bath. Turning to Douglas, Sumner described him as a, quote unquote, noisome squat and nameless animal, not a proper model for an American senator. Then Sumner focused on Andrew Butler, one of the few senators not present that day. 
mocking the South Carolina senator's stance as a man of chivalry. The Massachusetts senator charged him with taking, quote, a mistress who, though ugly to others, is always lovely to him, though polluted in the sight of the world, enchased in his sight. I mean, added Sumner, the harlot slavery. That's what he was referring to. Two days later, minutes after the Senate had adjourned for the day, and as Sumner sat at his desk signing his postal frank to envelopes containing the printed speech, a South Carolina House member related to Senator Butler entered the chamber with a heavy cane. The resulting beating galvanized the nation and hastened civil war. The individual who did that, by the way, who beat him's last name, and we'll give you his full name here, his name was Preston Brooks of South Carolina, another Democrat who attacked Sumner at his desk in the chamber, and he beat him with that walking stick, that metal-top walking stick, leaving him bleeding and unconscious on the chamber floor. John, you had not even heard that story prior to that, had you? No, I have not heard that story before you told it to me. And in light of other recent developments, let's just pause and think for a moment how many things that we've learned later in our lives, for those of us that had the misfortune of going to public schools, as I did for a good portion of my upbringing, and how many of these things are just not spoken of. And then you learn it and you go, wait, why didn't they tell me this? That's kind of a big deal. This would be something that, as you said, I, I've thought to this myself. I've thought it to myself. It is surprising that that is on the site. When you, in fact, consider that it is the Democrat Party that was fighting for slavery at that time. And it was the Republicans who were yep. fighting against it. And, you know, this is a part of what their history that they try to whitewash and just wipe it out. And through help of the mainstream media, they've been able to do that. And I know we're going to hear in just a second that we're going to be taking a break. So I'll kind of set this up because that's coming. I won't ask you to answer a question now and then have to interrupt you in mid-sentence. But when we come back from the break, come back from this break, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into this, John, and make some comparisons maybe between then and now and see what's happening. Because, ladies and gentlemen, as I point out, the crime against Kansas speech, in fact, when you look at what happened, they said, as the nation began barreling towards civil war, this was, this was indicative. Now, we have the benefit of hindsight here that they didn't have at that time. But we need to use that benefit of hindsight as we move forward. Because you've heard the old adage, those who ignore history may be doomed to repeat it. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues. It's going to be a fascinating conversation today with John Gibbon from armslist.com armslist.com America's firearms marketplace we'll be right back with John don't go away Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Ah, freedom, passion, precision. Got to love Daniel Defense. DanielDefense.com. I got a slew of those things. Looking forward to getting my hands on the new H9 pistol from Daniel Defense, which was a, 
oh, top attraction at the Shooting, Hunting, and Outdoor Trade Show. Everybody and their brother wanted to see that thing and get their hands on it. I was fortunate enough to be able to do that, and it is a work of art. DanielDefense.com for more information. You can read what people are saying about it, and if you've got a dealer in your neck of the woods, it is available. Might be a wait for it. Price point, a little bit higher than what you might be looking at in some other pistols, but right there in line with other high-end pistols at $12.99, it is a Daniel Defense, and I can promise you it ain't going back to the drawing board. It's right out of the box, or they would have never done it. And Daniel Defense has been working on it for quite some time. DanielDefense.com. Six-hour studios lit up. Mark Walters here at the ranch. X-Insurance presenting it all. Let's go back to John Gibbon from Arms List. John, I know I'm going to have you on the show frequently talking some of this stuff with you. i got to get a picture of you so I can put you up on the video screens. But we're just running the Arms List uh, uh, spot there for you. It says, on phone, John Gibbon, Arms List, which works, too. So welcome back in, brother. Thank you again for having me. It's always a good time chatting about the important issues regarding the right to keep and bear arms in this once great, hopefully great again nation that we call America. Make America great again, right? Some For some reason, that upsets the left. You know, it's funny. Clinton said it when he was running. Ooh, would I love to have that tape. I, mm. Here, I'll, I'll look for it right now. Oh, you don't have to do it right now. You're busy on the radio. All right. But you can multi- but you can multitask. I would love to have that. I can hear Clinton right now. Uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do everything in our power to make America great again. Guarantee it. Love to have it. Let's go back to this issue with Sumner and the crime against Kansas speech, which I, I love the fact that I'm talking with somebody that gets this type of history and what it means going forward. And again, with the benefit of hindsight, let me read something else to you. This is from visitflorida.com, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Visit Florida.com. The city, meaning Brooksville. John, you and I talked about that. You know where Brooksville is, just a little bit north of Tampa, right? Yeah. Named after the one and only uh, violent offender we were talking about just before the break. Yeah, because the Democrats rallied around him in unison. What did they just we're, we'll talk not about, just I'm around go him around around the concept of continuing slavery. Correct. Which is what this was all about. This directly from visit Ladies and gentlemen, this is fascinating stuff that you never hear about. The city is named for U.S. Representative Preston Brooks, who bludgeoned an abolitionist senator in Congress with a cane in 1856. The same year Brooksville became the seat of Hernando County, the city's founding families settled here in the 1840s, establishing plantations dependent on slave labor. Now, John, there is a little bit of irony here when you mention this, when you consider the fact that the Democrats, Mayorkas was up for an impeachment vote yesterday, and it failed in the House. Four Republican turncoats refused to impeach Mayorkas. And I want to point out, ladies and gentlemen, it's that's not the big story about Mayorkas and the and his impeachment. The big story is every single Democrat supported him and the Biden invasion one. of America. Every single one of them. John, that's the story. Take it away. Oh, well, I don't know if I agree necessarily with the impeachment attempt because you kind of had to know where it was going from the beginning. From a not, vote standpoint, which is not right. to say I support Mayorkas or the rest of this administration in any way. Um, I mean, I think they had enough to impeach Biden and criminally indict Hunter a long, long time ago, and it just isn't happening because there's too many turncoats, you know, in the system. 
uh, embedded and buried in the deep state, as Trump likes to call it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that every single Democrat was for protecting the guy that's keeping our border open to terrorists, fentanyl shipments, human traffickers, murders, rapists, and everything else that happens when you have completely unvetted individuals just pouring across your border speaks volumes about the party. And just to go just one step further here, again, more irony, it was the Democrats in lockstep that supported the man in lockstep supported the man, even named a town after him in Florida, for crying out loud, for nearly beating a Republican senator to death. It would be three years before Sumner could make it back to the Senate. Believe it or not, Brooks, after he was not convicted of anything, he was arrested eventually, but he, nothing happened. He went back and ran for office again and won. Democrats voted him back in. He died of a heart attack before he could take his oath, his oath of office and be sworn in after he was after he was reelected. But the fact that every single Democrat supported him. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what Tyler, what does this have to do with guns and gun control? John, what what party is the party of gun control? That would be the Democrat Party. And where are gun control laws rooted in racism in the deep south controlled by Democrats who were trying to keep slaves, free people disarmed? Do you see the correlation here, ladies and gentlemen? Can we make it any clearer for you? John, please comment on some of this. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I mean, start. You said it's the floor so, is yours, man. <laughs> you said it so well. I mean, the party of racism, the party of slavery, the party of disarming people, and the, the party that is currently occupying the White House, and shall we say, upon questionable methods, means, and unprecedented uh, changes to the way we operate national elections back, back in 2020. What we're up against here is not just a political party. It is a vast network of people that hate liberty. I, I have to say this. If you're a black American listening to this program, how could you possibly support john the democrat party knowing this history of the democrat party how could you possibly because they said they changed their minds really they changed their minds john what's happening inside every major u.s city controlled by democrats in the inner cities right now it's chaos crime chaos and corruption the three c's of the democratic party i, I don't understand support it's something I've never understood. And, you know, well, Trump in asked fairness, me, go ahead. In fairness, if they look up to the other party to say, hey, wait a minute, is there corruption over there? And you see people like Mitch McConnell. Yeah, you're going to go, Agreed. OK, yeah, they're corrupt, sending a bunch of money to Ukraine and lining their own pockets and staying in office long past the time that he should be, you know, just letting somebody wipe the oatmeal off his chin and change his diapers because he's not fit for duty in office. You know, they're going to see examples on in the Republican Party. So, you know, to to at least defend some of the people, they, they're, they're maybe, I guess, choosing lesser of two evils. But that line of questioning ends when you see the vote that you just mentioned, when we say, hey, maybe should we impeach this guy that's been overseeing our border and completely just allowing us to be overrun with criminals from other countries? And every single Democrat votes no accountability for that individual. 
This is the same party, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting ready to take another break. And this, this conversation is just going to get better as we move. And, and John, are, are you able to stay with me for the second hour? Because I've got four big stories I'd love to cover with you. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. We're going to have some fun with you today. Ladies and gentlemen, it gets more fascinating when you remember in the back of your mind that it is the Democrat Party that 100% supports gun control. We'll be back. John Gibbon, armslist.com. Don't go away. I believe that together we can make America great again. And with your help... following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, welcome back. AAR Ranch fired up for you here in Georgia. As we say south of the Mason-Dixon line, fired up for you. Daniel Defense Mike, Six Hour Studios, X Insurance presenting it all. Real quick before we go to a clip that Greg was kind enough to pull up that you just heard exiting that last segment. We're going to play that again and probably again and again and again. And ladies and gentlemen, if you can grab the audio, get it out in your social media. People need to hear that. That needs to go out there. They'll probably they'll do everything they can to keep it away and maybe flag you, blacklist you, shadow ban you. But who cares? Put it out there. We'll go to that in just a second. One of our newest partners, PTAmmo.com, American-made ammo here in America by Americans. Great stuff. PTAmmo.com. PTAmmo.com. Dot com by American buy from people who support armed American radio support small business in America. This is a growing company and they're behind the blue line. They're up in Connecticut, Guilford, Connecticut. I know the area. Well, Steven's a great guy. The owner up there, they're growing like a weed PT ammunition PT We appreciate them very much. Support them for supporting your right to keep and bear arms. Greg, let's play that clip for John and then we'll go back to John. I believe that together we can make America great again. And- John, why is it now bad? Because Orange uh, Man said Why it? was that not offensive to anyone when Bill Clinton said it and when Donald Trump said it? They, they said it was the worst, the most divisive thing a human being could say about our country. You ask that question, I, it's rhetorical. I can't answer it. Greg in Dallas, Texas, I want your thoughts. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I, I, I mean, I was too young to actually have any commentary on what was happening in 1991. Um, I was like 15. Um, but it would not surprise me that, as usual, you know, when they say it, they mean it differently than when Republicans say it. Except they don't. But they say they do, right? Well, they mean it. Is that a way to to analyze that, maybe? They mean it in the way that they are actually alluding to the Republicans saying it. They're just projecting, as they always have. John? Well, let let me say something else while we're on the subject. Please. I have to preface this with probably most of your listeners, if not all of them, think critically about these issues. And when they present an issue, they're doing so in good faith. Just take both of those things away from from people that uh, land on issues the way that we're just trying to describe and understand. They're not thinking critically, and they're not speaking in good faith. Hmm. How do you break that one down? 
Yeah. Well, it makes the other side make a lot more sense when you can when you can do that. But it's hard for us to do that because we this is just where we live. Truth, facts, logic. Use common sense and act in good faith. That's just kind of how you're built. If you're a you know a gun owning uh, pro freedom American. Uh, you know, but when you're dealing with a lot of these folks that oppose our liberty, oppose the right to keep our arms, they're they're not speaking in good faith. They're not thinking critically or perhaps both things, you know, it could be one or the other or both. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. The Democrats are well aware that Bill Clinton's words are out there. They don't care. Oh, well, everybody care. knows that clip's easy to find. Yeah, here's well, nobody's bringing it to anybody's attention. I never thought to look for that. And I'm glad you mentioned it. I really, truly did not. In hindsight, I remember that now, but that's not something that came to my mind until I heard you say that. And then Greg pulled it up. Uh, uh, Greg, how long did it take you to pull that up? Uh, 60 seconds? Not long. Yeah, right. I texted you, Mark. I didn't know if you got it from that or if Greg found it. But yeah, it's so quick to find. Yeah, here's the thing. The reason the Democrats are not concerned about that being out there is because they know the mainstream media is never going to play it. No, they'll never pick it up. They'll never run anything critical of Bill Clinton. And particularly when Biden is using that against Donald Trump right now. Yeah. The Democrats are all in on it. And they know that ABC and NBC, so we can CBS, the criminal news network, MSDNC, and the rest of them, are not going to run with that. You will never hear a left-wing commentator throw that at a Democrat on a talk show. You will never hear that moron Stephanopoulos, that Clinton operative masquerading as a journalist, ever he ask a Democrat. probably came well, up here's with what that Bill phrase Clinton. for Clinton. He probably did. He probably did. He probably did. In fact, you'll never hear him ask a Democrat on any show. You'll never hear it on NBC's Meet the Depressed or whatever they call it. Will they question a Democrat? Why was it okay when Bill Clinton said this? And now it's not. You'll never hear it. And see, that goes back to the power of the media, John, and what we were talking about earlier, tying this together and bringing it to the nation's airwaves today. When we were talking about, you know, Joseph Goebbels, we had this conversation today, ladies and gentlemen, off the air about the propaganda that the media puts out and going back to Joseph Goebbels. If you want to control the people, you have to control the message. In order to control the message, you have to control the media. Therefore, control the media, control the message, control the message, control the masses. I mean, it's all part of the equation, John. It, that's absolutely the game plan and the, the rule book, and they just, uh, they, just, they just operate it like a playbook in a football game, and they don't deviate. And when it comes to time to vote for something atrocious, like defending Mayorkas, they just line up in lockstep, and there's no deviation. I don't understand the loyalty that they have on that side, what makes them – uh, want to work together, what makes a person choose to be on that team. It doesn't make sense to me. Power, but Trump power, speaks of power, it. power. Yeah, yeah, it's power. Trump speaks of it frequently, though, that they, the Democrats stick together. He said they, there's much more uh, loyalty and much more organization in terms of sticking together and towing a line in that party than there is in, in the Republican Party and certainly any of the smaller parties. Yeah, and when you, ladies and gentlemen, move that over to the gun control issue, which is why we brought up this crime against Kansas to point out this lockstep that was occurring way back when, which, by the way, was about four years before the nation went to war with itself. 
Yep. And I, John, I, I hadn't really asked out loud that question you asked about why they have that s- still up on the site. Uh, it wouldn't shock me in the least to at some point see it be pulled down if it's ever really brought to anybody's attention. Uh, well, yeah, they'd pull it down right. just like a statue of Thomas Jefferson. Sure they would. And Chuck Schumer is the one that would probably likely have something like that done if it were done. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if that continues. Maybe not. I don't know. Like Chuck I said, Chuck Schumer wants to ban Zinn nicotine pouches and tucker carlson says that they're amazing so that tells me pretty much everything i need to know about that subject (laughs) yeah and when we tie this together to gun control ladies and gentlemen the reason this crime against kansas came up is that lockstep that we saw when i saw the correlation between the lockstep back in you know it reminded me of of back in 1856 talking which i've talked about this crime against kansas speech several times over the years I, i find it fascinating in large part because it's history that most Americans don't know about. We discuss it here. But when you look at it in the context of the Democrats' lockstep then, naming towns after people who nearly killed somebody because that party was an opposition party. And we ask today the question, John, do we think that the Democrats are trying to bait violence from the other side? Ladies and gentlemen, clearly they support violence on the other side. They name towns after these people. In fact, pick the phone up and call the mayor's office in Brooksville, Florida, and ask them if that mayor even knows how they got their name and why they still have it. Ask them. Well, I did. In terms I got of hung up on violence. It. You don't have to look very far. Just look at January 6th. I mean, the talking point from the Democrat Party and the media, the establishment media, is it was a violent insurrection. Now, I don't know how you have a violent, unarmed insurrection, first of all. And second of all, the only person that actually died at the protest was a U.S. veteran who was protesting peace worse than Pearl Harbor. They're actual words that these people say. Yeah, and and the lockstep, ladies and gentlemen, is, is, again, while we tie it to gun control, because this is the party that sticks together when they want to come after your guns. This is the way the Democrats have been operating for well over 150, 160 years. They hate you. It all comes down to power. The reason they can spin it, like John just said, is because they have the media on their side. That's where the spin comes from. They use it like experts. We'll be back. Don't go away. I believe that together we can make America great again. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Final segment of Hour One, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at Georgia's AAR Ranch. Daniel Defense, Mike lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of that powerful microphone. Six Hour Studios, all of it brought to you by X Insurance. Now, I'm going to ask you to go out of your way, please, and support all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com, focusing on some new ones that we have here now. Barrel Buddy. Visit BarrelBuddy.com. Can't go wrong. It's a game changer, life changer. If you are watching, you can see me holding these things up. little packet here at $14.99, and it will absolutely change your life when it comes to cleaning your firearms. By that, I mean if you never clean your guns, you'll actually look forward to cleaning your guns now. And if you don't clean them enough, which is not, I readily admit that's me, this stuff is a game changer. I'm in the process of using them on most of my handguns right now, and I'll eventually get over to... One of my AR-15s that I never clean, I kind of don't want to because it's like an old worn-out pair of jeans thing, so reliable. But nonetheless, here it is right here. 
BarrelBuddy.com. Pitch the patch. No more mess ever again. And make sure to check out ArmsList.com, America's firearms marketplace. John, welcome back in. We have a promo code there, AAR. Gets you that first month for, what, 99 cents, I believe, right? We'll give you your first month for 99 cents. You can you can try us out, see if you like any of the stuff we have on our e-commerce, see if you like any of the features we have to help you buy, sell, list a gun, or uh, even sell it to a nearby gun store for the least hassle there is. You submit a, a an, uh, you know, submit it that you want you want offers, you'll get an offer, and if you like what they offer, you just drive over to their store, give them your gun, and take the money. Yeah, and the cool part is we actually have your photo up on the video screens now, so that's kind of fun. Oh, nice. So let's uh, let's wrap up this hour with this whole lockstep thing and, and why this is so important that we bring this up as we go into 2024. You and I were talking earlier off air. love bringing these conversations to the airwaves, at least the part that we could verbalize legally on the airwaves anyway, because, guys, there was a lot of frustration in that conversation when John and I were talking. We're a very much like mind. I am uh, very concerned about violence leading up to the days or weeks ahead of the election as this gets more and more contentious. This is going to be the worst election cycle this country's ever faced. I can promise you that. You probably already know that. And, John, I'll ask you this question. Do you believe either side is going to accept an outcome that is not the one they wanted? I really think we are going to see a lot of people unhappy no matter what happens. What happens when Trump wins and the Democrats refuse to acknowledge him as president? What happens? Then? Mm. Because they're not. They're not. We already I know mean, that. The, the hypocrisy on that subject is so enormous in the in the re- just recent history alone. Because if you remember, Al Gore threw quite a fit over not winning uh, that election when there was hanging chads on the ballots in Florida, and Jeb Bush was the governor. You know, and George Bush was the presidential candidate, and there was, you know, allegations of corruption and not being legitimate. Uh, Trump won. Hillary said he was illegitimate, and he was a Russian plant, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the the moment Trump said, hey, wait a minute, I was leading in every swing state last night when you stopped counting the votes, and then magically Joe Biden shot ahead in every state where he needed the votes, uh, you know, the other ones, there was no change, which was an astonishing uh, coincidence. Right. Um, he shoots ahead in every, I mean, I remember myself, I woke up that morning going, holy shit, what, what happened? He, we were winning. It was, it, we were good to go. And Trump lost ground in a couple states. Anyway, Biden shoots ahead. And the moment this is pointed out that this seems perhaps a bit irregular, uh, you hear nothing from the other side short of, that's treason. You cannot question the results of any election ever. You know, and again, if you just go back to what I said before about them not coming from a place of good faith, that's because the fix was in and they they had a bunch of mail-in ballots queued up and ready at all these drop box places. I mean, I've seen 2,000 mules. I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. And they, the fix was in. They were ready. They knew what they were doing. And in that case, you can't question it. You know, but when uh, Trump upsets things in 2016 and wins th- that then they can question it they'll question all day every day on every channel every you know controlled uh establishment media channel they'll question it as long as the day allows 
they will question it. But the moment uh, someone who's a disruptor, who's not part of the establishment, who's not part of this war machine, corrupt, money laundering, uh, you know, big government uh, atrocity, then their mood changes completely. And it, it's it's really fascinating. And it is uh, a, little, a little scary to think, you know, exactly what you pointed out. Seeing what we've seen about the tantrums thrown by that side, those tyrants that just refuse to let go of any ounce or shred of power ever, uh, what they might do in the event that Trump wins again, as certainly the polling would show he should, um, but possibly even scarier is what happens if he doesn't win because the ballot harvesting machine is in full swing. And I'll tell you the one that keeps me... Keep well, here, speed. John. Let me let me let me jump in here real quick. If that happens, if that scenario plays out, which may be likely, then then you have a real problem on your hands for a number of different reasons. I think what the the most glaring in that case will be the destruction of American elections moving forward forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, not, there, not just there's, there's this not one. Obviously, left. there's ramifications, but f- moving forward is brutal. I don't see how America. Ooh, God, that's 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 a really messy, frightening situation. But I mean, I think that damage was done in 2020. If we're honest, it it, it was. And and again, we ha- if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you, you you hear that old adage, and we've mentioned it here before many times. But if you're taking flack, you're flying directly over the target. Okay, when every yeah. single media outlet, every single media outlet, every single media outlet, not. Most of every single outlet, yes, including Fox News, runs a story about Donald Trump challenging the last election results. Every single one of them will have to put the disclaimer that Donald Trump is challenging unproven, unfounded claims. They have to throw that in there. That's the flack we're talking about. Every single media. Which media outlet, John, do you trust? And why would you all of a sudden believe that storyline? Yeah, wait, that was two questions. Which one do I trust, or, or why would I believe what's on uh, the Taking mainstream both. ones? Take it both. Right. Take it till you well, hear the music. I trust I hear on Armed American Radio, I can tell you that. And uh, I certainly don't believe anything they tell me on those channels anymore because they've said so much that was lies for such a long period of time with such consistency that I don't trust them at all. I don't trust anything. In fact, I often think it must be the opposite of whatever they're saying. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. If I tell you to buy a particular stock, do the opposite, okay? <laughs> don't buy it. Well, like Jim Cramer, yeah. <laughs> well, when they say Bitcoin is a scam, and, you're, and it's, it's, it's terrible, don't do it. But then they start ado- all the big banks started uh, adopting right, and right. finding ways to get into the Bitcoin game themselves. Oh, interesting. So you were lying last week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is at the end of the first hour. John is going to stay with us. We've got four or five stories we want to go into in the next hour with you that we're going to try to cover as, in much as much detail as we can on the gun rights issue and some of the fights that are out there and the media, corporate media coverage of such, which is so disingenuous. But, you know, that's why we're here. As John Lott says, 
It's why I write my op-eds. It's why I do my research. It's why you have a radio show. It's why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. We will continue to beat this in the ground precisely because they don't want us to. That's why we're here. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues at six minutes after the hour on the flip side. Support all of our partners. Visit them during the break. We'll be back right after this. Just build your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. (laughs) 